Welcome to Classic Comics Cavalcade. I'm Jason Sachs. I'm Amir Malikpour. Today we are discussing Infinity Gauntlet number two by Jim Starlin, George Perez, and Joseph Rubenstein. Man, you know, for a comic that's all about death and destruction and the end of the universe and apocalypse all happening everywhere, this is really fun. It's a lot of fun, yeah. And it's got so many characters. I mean, like the um, uh, the Perez special, right? George Perez special. Get as many characters in there as possible. It's amazing. Cram in all the detail you can possibly include in every background. And I swear, and, like, he'll draw every member of an alien race, too. Because, you know, it'll just make it feel even bigger. Yeah, and uh, Starlin is not giving him any room to breathe. Man, this story is there's so much happening in this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. so dense and there's so much here. Yeah, yeah. I, I love like having so many characters in here. And then finally you see Adam Warlock, which like, man, this book has really made me want to read a little, not only obviously read a little bit more Perez, but I want to read more Starlin too, because it just flows really well. There are a lot of pages, a lot of dialogue, but it really flowed well. Yeah, you said to me earlier, like it reads real fast and it does. Mm-hmm. And like, there's no reason for it to read so fast. Like it just, it, you're right. It just all pops on the page. And none of mm-hmm. these scenes go on too long. They're just long enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of dialogue and a little bit of exposition. But like it still just flows really well. I think every yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I'm no, sorry. it's all right. I just say everybody's favorite character isn't it too? Everybody has a little bit of dialogue, even if you like. Uh, sorry, uh, like like they're small, like quasars in it. <laughs> I don't even remember that version of Quasar. Or in that costume. The only thing I know of Quasar is that mock. Um, was it a mock one where like uh, Demi Moore or like he's pregnant just like Demi Moore I don't remember I gotta look that up yeah that's time and then like you got like Thor and oh man there was a yeah. part where I didn't understand where like Thor was like should I let him know that I'm not Thor or something do you know what that's all about I think that's when Thor was a different Thor, like someone had taken over. I think the guy who ended up being Thunderstrike was like basically had the powers of Thor. Oh, okay. Because this guy looks like Thor. I was looking at the cover too and I was like, why is Thor in a beard and wearing a mask? I don't remember all that. Mm-hmm. But I guess there's some, some uh, backstory from the time about that. Mm-hmm. I know like early on when they showed the Avengers, I'm like, do I recognize all these people? Because like the visions in this white ghostly uh, appearance. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, you know, you ever look at like the Death of Superman comics from that time period too? And like there's Superman, there's Wonder Woman, there's Batman, and then there's all these other characters who you're like, who's that guy in the white suit? And who's the one with the big 80s or, or 90s uh, red hair mm-hmm. that seems to go up like a foot above her head? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's like, what the heck's going on here? 
And like, I didn't, you know, again, like I want to read a little bit more about Adam Warlock because, um, yeah, there's just some stuff, interesting stuff about him. He turned, he, he turned into like that cocoon, you know, and he was a human being or like a weird, I don't know, it's interesting stuff. And amongst all of that, it's really cool. Like in this uh, chapter, we get to meet um, Thanos' brother, which I didn't know about, you know. Oh, Star Fox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God. And Thanos was like so frightening and powerful, right? That scene where he like puts the skin over Star Fox's mouth is like genuinely scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it reminded me of um, the Harlan Ellison story, like, where it's like, I must, must, like, I have no mouth. I must scream, but I'm, I have no mouth, you know, that mm-hmm. one. Yeah. And, uh, and there's also a lot of this that I think feel like was put into the movie, the Avengers movie, where like the way he treats his daughter, Thanos, mm-hmm. like the dead daughter, like um, I feel like that's how she was treated in the movie. Yeah, he, he absolutely tortured Nebula, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the whole bit how uh, Mistress Death won't even give him a, give Thanos a smile then no matter what Thanos does, it's not good enough. And it's like this mm-hmm. really powerful internal motivator for him too. Mm-hmm. And like even Galactus is mad at him because Galactus is like, you're taking my plans. I'm not able to eat anything. Mm-hmm. I like what you're saying earlier. Like it seems like Starlin's got this really great, like bigger vision of this entire universe, right? Because he has the scene where the Cree. Uh, say oh no this is all a scroll plot we're going to increase our war across the entire galaxy Mm -hmm. all the people disappearing and you know it just feels like it's all this is like the instigator for a thousand little small storylines like Mm -hmm. and it wasn't the case but it seems like this is exactly the kind of comic that could trigger like storylines in every comic Mm -hmm. because um you know it's it's like such a giant set of events Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know makes you want to read a comic even with like um what's his name the guy with the flaming hair who's on in the pages with drax the destroyer um oh, i was basing on his name but you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i'm curious yeah. about him i'm curious about all these characters because mm-hmm. they do such a good job of like bringing them to life on the page mm-hmm. yeah and everybody's got something to do. The Inhumans, Nick Fury, the Avengers, there's Spider-Man on a TV monitor. <laughs> uh-huh. I like the little cameo from Cloak when he's like, well, how can I go oh, yeah, on yeah. without my friend Dagger? That's what I was thinking. Like, uh, that was the one I was thinking of. I forgot his name. But yeah, Cloak, um, he can't live without her, right? He needs her light or something. Yeah, they're like, like symbiotically attached to each other. Mm-hmm. And then the giant earthquake in New York City too that that's triggered by all this. Namorita, I've never heard of Namorita. She was one of the new warriors. She's Namor's cousin. Oh, okay. Did you notice that during that earthquake, uh, the Trump Plaza? <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> it made me kind of mad. And then the West Coast entirely disappears in the ocean. It's like this mm-hmm. is just crazy. This like so massive. Everything's destruction on this like cosmic scale. And then Perez still does makes the effort to like have the characters look terrified about what's happening. 
Mm-hmm. And then as if all this isn't enough, like he has all the pantheons of gods all together. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot too. I thought that, that was cool. I uh, do you think uh, uh, do you know if those gods are part of the Marvel universe or did Starlin just introduce those characters? I think some of them are and some of them are new. Like other I didn't recognize the Russian gods. Oh yeah. Do you? Do you, do you ever remember? No, no, I don't. Them? I felt like he's an excuse for a character to say da during the 80s. <laughs> right. In the 80s, everybody knew that da means something in, in Russian. Svaraga, Svaraga of Russia, Manitou, a Native American spirit, Zeus of Olympus. Yeah, some of them were in comics and some of them uh, weren't. But, uh, such a great Perez scene, too, because he draws them all. In a very specific way, you know, fitting his style. Mm-hmm. They've all got these appropriate costumes for their civilizations. I love Earth that. Uh, was so great. I love that there's like three Native American, or not Native, you know, Native American, I guess, North and South American deities represented here. Yeah. Yeah, interesting, isn't it? I and they all look that. different. Because you would think like, in the western comics ah they all look you know they're all gonna have the same costume but you could tell that perez did his homework as did starlin it's kind of very culturally diverse isn't it mm-hmm. that, like it's actually very nice i think the way he's kind of treating everyone on the earth the same from that standpoint or in the celestials mm-hmm. and like i and then there's the whole, so he goes big, right? He's got the big scenes. And then he goes small with the scenes with Dr. Strange, or Dr. Doom, excuse me, and Dr. Strange and the Silver Surfer, where they're just kind of arguing among themselves, mm-hmm. trying to figure Dr. out what so cool. He looks so cool, doesn't he? As does uh, uh, Dr. Strange, too. They both look really cool. I just, I mean, I think I already mentioned Dr. Strange in the last uh, recording we did, but. He's such a good character in this story. I never, I mean, because I always heard that before the movie came out, nobody really cared about Doctor Strange, but he actually had a lot to do, at least in this story. I actually think Doctor Strange is a great character. Mm-hmm. Well, he I has mean, a yeah. whole lineage of great comic art. It's just that he's no one. It, it's hard to know what to do with a character like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, after Ditko did him, uh, it just seems like the character wandered a lot over the years. Mm-hmm. but he's yeah. so strong in here and again like a, it goes back to like starlin just wrote a really smart solid story mm-hmm. and then we get these amazing like surreal scenes where thanos like twists their bodies up you know the the scene where he's got star fox all turned into cubes and nebula's like this set of strings mm-hmm. what's that page 24 like Perez's virtuosity is totally on display here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that guy could literally draw anything. Yeah. He switches styles like almost from panel to panel. Yeah. And, and like some of the stuff feels completely abstract and bizarre. And then the earthquake scenes feel very real and kind of terrifying mm-hmm. with that hyper detailed Perez art like on buildings and rocks and stuff. The destruction. 
like you know the scene on page 28 with the page where wolverine is talking to the woman and her kid mm -hmm. uh, like that actually looks kind of scary like 9-11 mm -hmm. yeah and then you flip the page and there's iron man all looking looking all flashy and clean sparkly and beautiful yeah and uh i like that scene um you know where he's standing over all the water like taking over the land mm -hmm. um it's like back then you didn't have the special effects now we do now you could see those kind of scenes but back then you only saw this type of scene in a george perez or like a comic book of with the ilk of george perez it's totally the kind of thing that you'd say only you can only do this in comics because it's so big mm -hmm. yeah So any characters that you want to know more about after reading this? Like, I was really curious about Namorita. I want to read more of her. I'm uh, curious how, like, Cloak gets through all this. I mean, I want to know some of the popular ones that I don't know. Like, uh, Adam Warlock is, like, uh, somebody I really want to read more about. Uh, Quasar, not so much, but it's kind of interesting. He's got a lot to do with it, with the story. I want to go back and finish reading all the Ditko, Doctor Strange. Yeah, you know how much I love those. Mm -hmm. I would like to uh, know a little bit more about these gods. I wonder if they appeared anywhere else. Yeah, that's a good question. I'm sure they did. I just don't remember reading those comics. Mm -hmm. I mean, Zeus is kind of generic. I think he shows up in the latest, in the newest uh, Thor movie coming up. Oh, cool. That makes sense, right? I think it's played by, by uh, Crow. Oh, is that right? It's played by Russell Crow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Spoiler, I'm sorry. It was in the trailer. Have you seen the trailer? No, I haven't seen the trailer, but I, I need to watch it. Such a bad comic fan sometimes. Mm hmm. Cool. But yeah, I, I'm looking forward to reading the third one. I keep looking at the cover too and like, who's like trying to figure out who all the characters are? So I recognize most of them, but not all of them. Like, like who's the guy in the mask who's on the third row there? It looks like the Adam or something. So who is that, right? And, and like, are they supposed to be the characters who disappeared? Because like, I like the page that Perez does early on too when they're at the Avengers Mansion and there's a like little cameos of all the characters have disappeared mm -hmm. and what is that there's like three four six eight like 32 characters or something he draws just because he's George Perez and he won't skimp at all on, on who these people are I think a lot of the people who are on the screen are people whose comics didn't sell at the time <laughs> it's like go read these comics like Wolverine is alive. You'll see Wolverine battling the rocks. And then Namor, because he's a classic Marvel character. You're going to need him in there. But like Hercules is not. He's disappeared. All of the Fantastic Four. Yeah, which wasn't selling well at the time. And then there's that one guy that looks like Captain America, but is not Captain America. 
Yeah, that's U.S. Agent who was on the TV oh, show. Yeah, yeah. Who cares about that? He's on Falcon and oh, Winter Soldier. Yeah. yeah. Daredevil didn't sell at the time, I don't think. Right? Yeah. It was after Miller, before before Bendis. And there's a few characters I just don't even know at all. Like, who the hell is Windshear? <laughs> I know Puck was one of the Alpha Flight, but I didn't know there was Guardian and Vindicator together. Who were like. I guess a husband-wife team. Yeah. Well, the, uh, the whole Alpha flight, I'm sure, didn't sell at the, the time. Who, who the hell was Diamond Lil? How do you get the names? Is that in the... They mention the names? It's on page uh, 14. I, I didn't notice that. When Captain America says, here's the update on the tally of disappeared superheroes. Oh, okay. Cool. Oh, there it is. Oh, that yeah. one you're looking at. I was looking at the cover. I look at the cover too. Like, who are these people? And why do I, I care? Like a, I like the way like Mr. Fantastic has bent himself into the number four. <laughs> it makes no sense at all. I know, right? Like, like why? Because it looks good. Mm -hmm. But like even here, like Perez makes an effort to make all the characters look like themselves. God, you can tell who the generic heroes are, right? No one cares about Quicksilver, so we'll just draw him in a boring position. But like the Human Torch is doing something. Everybody's like in the form of a four, and then yeah. the thing is in a, his art underwear. <laughs> yeah, why does he never wear need to wear clothes? I guess those rocks must be really warm. Hmm. I like yeah, like like we said last time, I like this so much more than I thought I would. Mm -hmm. It's so, so filled with great Perez art. I, mean, I keep leafing through it, right? And like in the early few pages, like page 11, the picture where uh, Thanos has got the infinity gauntlet and all the sparkles are kind of coming out of each of the gems. And um, like he's got that completely sadistic look on his face. The Star mm -hmm. Fox looks terrified. It's like such a powerful scene. Mm -hmm. Like he's just switching back and forth between classic superhero stuff and Doctor Strange and his weird state. I have no idea who that person is he's talking to. But I guess it's Warlock. I didn't realize the things you've seen are also clear to me now. Like he draws surreal for Doctor Strange and superheroic for later in the book. And then like this very sadistic style. He draws that cosmic palace so well with all the stalagmites coming down from it. The guy that's with Warlock that smokes a cigarette, the little person. That's Pip the Troll. Pip is and what is he part of? He's um, I forget what his story is. He was he was um, Warlock's buddy in Starlin's Warlock series. Mm -hmm. He's some he's some sort of other dimensional creature. This is like on. a great advertisement for other issues for the yeah. kids to go. On. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I wish Marvel Universe, the Marvel Universe app, app had links to other comics with these same characters. I need to like read the backstories now because I'm so curious. Mm -hmm. I definitely want to read Infinity Infinity Gauntlet three now. Yeah. Which has another great Perez cover. It looks like. They all, I mean, he finished, he does what, four issues, and then the rest is done by Lim? Yeah, I think that's how it goes. But he does all the covers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Do you want to talk about number three next week? Yeah, let's do it. Thanks for talking about number two with me. This, like I said, like this week has been a challenging week for me, but like for some reason, this comic totally made me happy. Mm-hmm. Go comics. <laughs> Thanks, Amir. Thanks. Thanks, Jason. Oh, thank you.